You're listening to Parenting with Emotional Intelligence, a subset of the Living and Leading with Emotional Intelligence podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Nicole, the founder of Catalyst for Change, LLC, Generation EQ, and author of The EQ Deficiency. If you find the information in this podcast valuable and want to learn more about how you too can incorporate these essential skills in your family's lives, I welcome you to contact me personally and we can have a chat. You can find my personal calendar link and contact information in today's show notes. Let's pick up where we left off in our last conversation around developing awareness. If you missed the previous episode, I highly recommend that you go back and check that out before you continue with today's episode. As a quick recap, we briefly discussed the four levels of awareness identified by Brian Cunningham and how to reduce our anxiety by being present and bringing attention to our five senses. Because remember, anxiety cannot live in the present moment, only the past or the future. Today, we're going to expand upon internal awareness. One thing that I've noticed while working with adults is that we, adults, often don't know where certain feelings and emotions come from. We may be able to identify the feeling of, let's say, embarrassment, for example, but we may not understand the true origin of that embarrassment. What often happens is we search outside of ourselves for reasons for our feelings and triggers. For instance, if a coworker made a demeaning remark about your idea, you may claim that their demeaning remark was the source of that embarrassment. But really, we're the source of our feelings. So we would be the source of that feeling of embarrassment. I'm going to expand upon this in just a moment, but I want to point something out. And that is when we, the adult, falsely identify the source of our feelings and triggers or even misidentify the feelings and triggers themselves, how can we expect to teach our children how to properly understand and bring awareness to their feelings and the true source of their feelings and triggers? We're not going to be able to because we're not aware. We need that awareness. And we likely don't have that awareness because we were taught by adults who were equally unaware. So it's been passed down through the generations, this lack of awareness. It's crucial for all of us to understand where the source of our emotions and triggers come from. And that is from within us. And coming to this realization requires a deeper level of awareness. So just by being aware of that now, you are breaking the cycle of ignorance that has been carried through the generations of society. And just to be clear, ignorance is a lack of knowledge. It's not to be confused with stupidity, which is a dismissal of knowledge. Okay, so first things first. As I'm sure you're aware, your children learn from what you do. That said, you will need to model for them this process of awareness and introspection. And this exercise should be demonstrated independently from their own feelings and emotions. And what I mean by that is when you are feeling upset and your child is present, verbally work through your feelings and the problem out loud so they can see how you're using that awareness to solve that problem. So let's use an example. Let's say that you come home to a messy house 
that you told your children to clean. You may begin to feel a multitude of feelings such as irritation, frustration, disrespect, overwhelm, and possibly helplessness. While our default may be to react on these feelings by saying something like, you know, it would be nice to come home to a clean house for a change, or I thought I told you I wanted this place cleaned up before I walked in the door. What a mess. Do I have to do everything around here? If we really look closely at these statements with a deeper level of awareness, what we will see is there's a sense of entitlement and self-centeredness to these statements. Now, I know that may sound harsh to hear because these reactions are very common for many of us. And we're not intentionally trying to be entitled or self-centered. This is the ego that is working through us. And remember, you are not your ego. We are more than our ego, but our ego tends to lead the way in society. And that's how we've been conditioned is to speak through the ego. So if you think about those statements again, feel free to pause this and rewind and listen to them again. But here's what the message is kind of carrying through those statements. I want it X way, that being my way. And I believe I deserve that, right? I believe I deserve a clean house. I believe I should come home and not have to see this mess. That is what I want and I feel like I deserve it. Yes, do you see that now? So before we speak, it's important to bring awareness to the fact that we are bringing our internal environment to the outside and expecting the outside to fix our environment within. So instead of reacting to this default pattern, take a deep breath, bring awareness to what you're feeling first, collect your thoughts, notice the thoughts, and determine whether those thoughts are assumptions or facts. Here's an example. Again, you may think, These kids have no respect for me, and it shows. That is an assumption. While it may appear that way to you based on their actions, that is simply your interpretation of the situation. A fact would be, I asked them to clean the house before I came home, and it's not clean. If you have feelings around that, then you are still subconsciously bringing assumptions and judgment into the mix. Because in reality, it is what it is. Sure, it's messy. Period. Until you feel completely neutral around the situation, we will take a lot of time in practice. Trust me, I am still getting triggered by certain things, but I have that awareness to kind of bring myself back down. So this will take time. Just know that you are still carrying judgments into the situation and not taking responsibility for your own thoughts and feelings around that situation. Again, this is a common human response. However, the more aware that we become, the more we can transcend the burdens and the suffering of the human mind, also known as the ego, because it is the mind that adds meaning to everything. And guess who is in control of the mind? That's right. You and I are. So let's go back to the situation. So you've arrived home to see that there's a mess and you notice a multitude of unpleasant feelings arise. 
Until you can overcome those feelings through deeper awareness and introspection and realize that you're projecting your internal environment and expectations onto others, it's important to demonstrate the process of developing that awareness for the rest of the family. So when you notice these feelings arise, name them. Hey all, when I walked in the door and saw the house was not cleaned, I noticed feelings of irritation, frustration, overwhelm, and a bit of helplessness come over me. So what you're doing is you're owning your emotions to that situation. Next, you're going to identify where those feelings are coming from. And this could be that you interpret their lack of action as disrespect. You may also feel helpless because you don't know what else to do to promote action in others. And this could also be a source of your irritation and frustration as well. Remember, everything that you define as a problem is coming from within you. It is not from the outside world. And if you feel resistance to that statement, know that that is totally normal and to be expected in the early stages of developing awareness. Why? Because For one, this is new information, and it goes against what many of us have been conditioned to believe. And two, because our egoic mind likes to push back and say, um, no, it's not me at all. It is this. I was feeling just fine until my outward environment triggered me. Yes? Okay. So if you find the ego, because that's the ego talking, if you find your ego saying, I feel this way because you or they or it, dot, 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 stop right there. Stop the ego in its tracks. And you can say to yourself or apply to the ego, say, nope, I own these feelings. Feelings come from within and influence the outside world, not the other way around. Feelings come from within and influence the outside world, not the other way around. So next, you're going to verbalize the origin of your feelings. For example, it seems that I feel blank because I interpret your lack of action, this messy house, as being disrespectful. And I feel helpless because I don't know what to say or do to get help, right? So again, you have to be careful how you word that because what you're doing is asking for help to change your internal environment. This isn't their job. And again, I know that sounds weird because we want our kids to be responsible and have chores. Yes, totally understand that. Totally get that. That's not saying that they shouldn't be responsible for anything. But just remember that responsibility for your feelings, how you're feeling, is all on you. So what you're asking for in this situation is help with that. Okay, great. Okay, so let's move on. You now have displayed to them, to the rest of your family, how to bring awareness to your feelings and triggers and take responsibility for their origin. The next step is deciding a course of action. Now, as I mentioned before, we can't force anyone to do anything. We can try by setting harsh punishments or enticing rewards, but at the end of the day, it is another's decision as to whether they want to take action. If at all possible, I would recommend avoiding punishment or reward, and instead try to influence intrinsic motivation through evoking empathy, which means 
not meeting them with a harsh tone of expectation and entitlement, but instead a humble plea for help. Here's an example. We're going to stick with the messy house situation. So let's look at our options for action. We could choose not to allow the mess to bother us at all. Realize it is what it is. I'm not going to let it get to me. That's probably not going to happen, right? This is a stage that takes a lot of time to develop. So this is unlikely. We could also clean everything up ourselves to give us the environment that we want. If we're really tired, this could be very difficult for us and we won't really get to enjoy any time. So we may not go with that option either. Or we could ask for help. So we might say, I really would love a tidy and clean home tonight. And I am exhausted from a long day. It would mean the world to me. It would mean so much if you would be able to help me get this place cleaned up while I go change and get out of my work clothes so we can spend time together. May I ask that of you? I would, I would be so grateful for your help. See the difference? Even during choosing a course of action, we are using or we are evoking a higher level of awareness because we are aware that we are the source of our irritation and the mess is all on us. No one else is responsible. And when we realize that and accept that, it changes the way we respond and interact with others. We don't blame others. We don't bark at others out of entitlement or judgment. Instead, we ask for their help and take full responsibility for the outcome. This is powerful stuff and can be challenging for us to wrap our heads around in the early stages because we have to break all of these conditioned scripts that tell us that, no, we do have the right to bark orders at people and they are responsible for the reason that blah, 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 right? We have to get over that. So I'm going to pause here for today so you can ponder and reflect on what we've discussed. And on the next episode, I will talk about how you can help your children walk through this same process with their own feelings and triggers, as well as bringing awareness to the space around us and within us where we can find peace and solace. Until next time, live and lead with an open heart and an open mind. Thanks for listening. 